The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Helen Peacock, and I'm a spiritual medium. And welcome to Spirit Chat. My mission and passion is to bring comfort and validations that your loved ones are still with you once they have crossed over to the other side. I'm a messenger and a bridge between you and the spirit world. On this podcast, I will be sharing and demonstrating how I connect with spirit. I will also be helping you to develop your own intuition so that you can strengthen your very own connection with your loved ones. I will also have some great guests and chat about the spirit world, as well as sharing my readings with people. The afterlife is a celebration, and your loved ones are still with you and willing to communicate. So yes, the conversations continue. Now let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Spirit Chat. And have I got an exciting one for you. This is a great conversation that I had with one of my favorite mediums. Her name is Lindsay Marino, and you may be familiar with her. She is based out of Tampa, Florida. But what I love about our conversation, and one of the reasons why I asked her um, to be on my show is because I love how she became a medium, what her life was like before she became a medium. And so I hope you find it interesting. She is a beautiful, beautiful light. And uh, let me know your thoughts. We'll see you on the other side. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Chat. And I'm very excited with my guest today. Um, She's a very well-known international psychic medium and a mentor as well. And I'd like to welcome Lindsay Marino. Thank you, Helen. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited that you said yes. And, of course. Um, what I love about Lindsay is that, first of all, I was saying um, just before we started was that I feel like we've already, like we already know each other, even though yeah. we've only met once. Um, yeah. I went to see Lindsay. She was doing an event, um, a live event in Niagara Falls. I don't know how many years ago was that. I don't even know oh, if it four was years ago, probably about four. I'm going to say three, four, four years, definitely before the pandemic. So I'm going to say probably four years ago, at least. And yeah. um, I don't even know how I came across you, like how I discovered you. I have no idea. None. I was trying to think about that this morning. Like, how did I even come across Lindsay? I know. Um, I don't know how we connected. It, not the sure, internet's amazing. Did you, did you by chance um, do any training at, um, Oh, what's it called? Lilydale. 
I did do training there and I taught a class there too. Okay. Cause I believe so you, it could have been there. Okay. And, and you've been doing this um, a lot longer than I have. And so anyway, I just want to welcome you and um, I want to share with my listeners and um, my viewers, because this will be um, on my YouTube platform. And that is one of the reasons why I did ask Lindsay to do the podcast with me is because I find that a lot of my listeners and viewers love to know about the medium. They want to know our story. And I love your story. I love how it unfolded for you. It just, it tugs at my heart. And so if you would mind um, sharing with my audience, like how, how was your life before you became a professional medium? Okay. So that's a good question because I definitely didn't plan on being a professional medium at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up Catholic in a, I always say a loud Italian family. Um, so everything was all about, you know, for me personally, I was very into CCD. I, I actually loved CCD going to learn about the saints, the angels, the blessed mother. So and I was very drawn to that. What is CCD? It's, it's a Catholic, it's like a Catholic um, after school program where you learn about being Catholic. Oh, okay. And before you make your communion. So oh, okay. I had to do like a report on uh, St. Catherine of Siena and she used to pray on each step. Um, and say the Hail Mary. And that excited me. Like that's how I was when I was little. I liked saying the rosary. Um, I was very observant and quiet, but my mom also said that I was very moody around the full moon and she didn't know what was going on in my head because I was quiet, but I wasn't really expressing how I was feeling. So that's how I was when I was little. When I was little, I never saw spirit. I never even thought about spirit, but I look back at my life and start to recognize that there were moments where I was having flying dreams. I thought they were, I'm putting in quotes, flying dreams, but really I was having outer body experiences. I just didn't know what they were. Yep. Yep. Um, I used to collect rocks, but now I know that they were crystals. And, um, and then as I got older, I I was, you know, living the social life and loving being around friends. I went to college loved going out to to clubs and bars and restaurants. So I I lived the typical college life and I actually went to school to be a teacher, an elementary school teacher. So I thought that I would retire as a teacher, but it wasn't until it was my second day of teaching that my boyfriend at the time, Nick, um, he passed away in a motorcycle accident. And after he passed away, everything in my life changed because in my mind, I thought my future was connected to him. I thought it was connected to travel in this exciting time where I was working so hard in college to be a teacher. And now all of a sudden, everything's ripped from under me and it flipped upside down. Mm -hmm. And that's how everything started, where I started to go on the journey of okay, I'm receiving signs from him and I'm getting this information, but I want to know that he's okay. And that he didn't just up and leave, you know, yeah, exactly. Cause that's how it felt at the beginning. So that's where it started. And I started to really do this, the, the inner work and start to go really deep because I didn't want to be around anyone. I, I, when I was going through grief, I was probably miserable to be around because mm-hmm. I was very focused on myself on 
I, I was always the giver before I became a medium. I was always doing for other people and being there for other people, but receive. Yes. And then when you're grieving, which most of us, you, most of you listening probably recognize that you have nothing to give when you're grieving. And I had to practice receiving. And I, and that was actually my greatest gift to know how to receive during that time. Mm -hmm. So I started to recognize signs and had visitations from Nick. And it just started me on this journey of really learning and going deeper with the process of the spirituality. The interesting thing was before he passed, we really got into the law of attraction. You remember when the secret came out? So we were talking about that and I was discovering crystals because I was trying to heal my allergies. And then soon after he passed. So it was almost like there was a foreshadowing before he actually passed. Now, can I ask you, what was your first sign from Nick? Um, Okay. So it's hard to say because everything kind of blended together, but I remember being in the car to drive to, I don't know if you have CVS there are Walgreens in Canada, but like a pharmacy. Ours ours is like a shopper's drug mart. Okay, perfect. So something like that. So I was going to the store to print pictures, print um, photos that I had off of my camera for his memorial or his funeral Okay, that was out of the state. And when I was driving there, it was the first time I was actually driving since he passed. And I felt him in the car with me. Oh, wow. And I started to talk to him and I said, okay, I feel that you're here. And if you're really here, show me a sign. What do you need from me? Do you need me to pray for you? What, what do you need? And I remember getting out of the car, walking into um, CVS or Walgreens. And all of a sudden I hear a voice behind me and it was an old man's voice. And he said, I, what I thought he said was pray for Nick. And I whipped my head around. So I'm like, I'm sorry. What did you just say? He's like, pay for, pray for trick. And I said, who's trick. And he's like, I'm trick. I could use all the prayers I can get. I thought this is very interesting Mm -hmm. because I just said the prayer minutes before. And then I turned around and I didn't see him again. And I knew at that moment that I heard the message and I felt the feeling because there's times where we hear a message, but there's another moment of like simultaneously feeling the goosebumps or feeling the, the feeling rise up in your heart. And I knew that that was my confirmation, the prayer that I just said, do you need me to pray for you? What do you need me to do? And it was just an answer. So that was the start of Mm -hmm. a lot of other things. Um, And there was a visitation that was very strong for me. That was just life-changing for me. Um, when you say visitation, I, do you mean like, did it, was it an operation of him? I saw him or in that, that way him? too. Like I saw his image at the foot of my bed when I was half asleep, I opened my eyes oh, and I saw wow. him at the foot okay. of my bed. Yeah. Um, and that was at the very beginning. That might've been the first sign, but I forget because with the the trauma and the the blending of all of the stuff that happened, I don't remember the exact day that mm-hmm. happened, but I did see him wearing his hat. He had the same black hat and I saw him. Um, he wasn't smiling. I just saw his face and normally they're not smiling. Um, and I closed my eyes again, opened him and he was gone. But the visitation that really stuck out for me was I was sleeping 
And I saw him in my dream, but it was a visit from his soul. And he said telepathically, you're not going to see me for a while, but I'm still going to be around you. And when he said that, I remember pleading with him like, wait, 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 I have another question. And this was through the thoughts. And I wanted to ask him more. And that's it. He just said, you know, the, the same thing that was said, and he just stared at me. And I woke up and I felt like it was bittersweet because I felt his unconditional love, but I also felt like, wait a second, I can't ask him the other questions that I want to ask him. But I just knew that it gave me hope that I would see him again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was really How special. How long in your grieving did that, that dream, that visitation, how long? That was at the beginning. I remember that being at the beginning. I want to say it was within the first month or the first week that he passed. Oh, wow. So it just opened up the door for me to start noticing the signs. Okay. Because he said he was still going to be around me. And then I started to notice, um, like when I was teaching the third grade, the kids were doing different things that normally it was very detailed that I knew that it was coming in through Mm -hmm. it was the kids that were very hyperactive too that would come up to my desk when they weren't supposed to and one of the kids you know drew me a picture and had a picture of Hawaii and we were supposed to go to Hawaii and then he wrote a story about details that nobody would know about um this little student said Miss Marino and Nick are in Hawaii and um, he makes banana pancakes, like something oh, detailed wow. like that. I love that. So it was really interesting the the ties. Yeah. And so you mentioned, you know, being a third grade teacher, what inspired you to move from like, that's a, a wonderful profession. So how did you right. know go from teacher to a professional psychic medium? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I got so much resistance from people around me when they knew that I was going to leave teaching like so much resistance and also internal feelings of, oh my gosh, I'm really doing this. Um, so for me, because I was getting signs from Nick, I felt like I kept on going through that quest of learning. So I would take the mediumship classes. I, I was receiving, I received readings too. And I started to notice that it was healing for me to know that he was Mm -hmm. around and I wanted to help other people do it. So I just started to take the classes and then I would get asked from friends even before I took the class, Hey, can you give my family member a reading and can you do this? And I just started practicing with it and it started to get really busy. So I knew that I had to choose because I was leaving, living the the teacher life of teaching Mm -hmm. third graders. And then I was also doing readings after school or on the weekends. So I was a teacher for seven years and two years before I left teaching, I gave myself two years. I'm like, okay, I'm giving myself two years and then I'm going to leave. And that's how I just made that leap to go full-time with psychic mediumship. And I still love teaching. It's just teaching in a different way. And that takes a lot of courage, especially when, you know, you're focusing on yourself and not listening to, you know, the peanut gallery thing. What are you doing? You know, uh, you're, uh, you went to school for how many years to become a teacher just to, and then to do this, I'm going to call it the woo-woo work, you know? Right. Exactly. And I even ended up getting my master's after. So I spent more time from the undergraduate in education. 
and it wasn't too far away. Like, I think I was still doing, I want to say I was doing mediumship at the same time as that master's program or -hmm. just getting into it probably, um, with readings. Yeah. But kudos to you for having the courage to do that. You, you, like, Thank you, found you. Your calling. But I always say too, that, you know, it's like when you mentioned the foreshadowing, we've done so yes. many different careers or, you know, the teacher in you is now the teacher with teaching mentorship and right. through the psychic mediumship. Whereas for myself, like I call myself the woman of many hats. I've done yeah. all kinds of jobs and professions and that all, again, I look at, at all of them and I always say every job that I've done I've taken an, an ingredient from each one, which has helped me to become who I am today. Like I have yes. no fear, none whatsoever to be standing on stage with, you know, two, 300 people because I was in the entertainment industry. Kind of still am. So in that's, way. that's what I like to call it. Exactly. Right? It prepped you. It did. So, and that's one of the things that you're known for mm-hmm. is your teachings. Yeah. Helping others to become mediums themselves. And I'm leaning towards that myself. I've always taught in my sessions, but I found that, and you probably found the same thing. Did you find that you took your work to a whole other level once the, the, the pandemic set in and everybody was doing everything online? There was more online. It was funny because like before I was pulling my hair out, I I know we talked about like technology before this this interview, Um, (laughs) but I was like, I, I actually was getting into zoom I want to say, I feel like Zoom was around probably two years before the pandemic, but I was, so first I was doing my readings on Skype if someone was not in the States. Then I would go on Zoom and I feel like I knew exactly what to do on Zoom because I was doing it before the pandemic. Then when the pandemic hit, I started to do group events um, on Zoom, which I wasn't doing before. It was just, you know, classes and stuff like that. Now, do you find a difference? Do you get people that ask that? Is there a difference between the Zoom sessions as in in person? I don't do always ask. I the only difference I find, and I say this to my clients, is that there's a screen between us. Right. You can't get a hug from me at the end. Yes. That's what I know. It's true. It's like this. That's a good way of putting it. It's the same accuracy. The the funny thing that at the very beginning, I actually thought. I'm putting my shoes on. Like I'm going to dress up and I'm going to put my shoes on and I'm going to stand up and do this reading to test it out that way. So I can kind of transition yeah, yeah. because it felt kind of funny to not put the shoes on and not get ready for the event. It's interesting. Cause I like a mix of both. Cause some people might be scared to actually go and drive to the location and, yes. and be in person. And, and it takes, more courage to go alone to an event like that um, in person. So they want to do it on zoom, but I do like the energy of group events in person too. That was going to be my next question. What's your favorite when it comes to mediumship? Is it teaching? Is it the one-on-ones? Is it the live events? Is it the podcast? What's your favorite? Gosh, It's so hard. If I really had to pick I would say my retreat, my psychic oh. mediumship retreat. Yeah, don't you? Because have one I get up? to you have yes in up, April, in April in Florida, seventh annual retreat, which seven is crazy. Years that it's, doing that? Yes, seven See, years. Now, for my listeners and viewers, this this really works for you because you have to tell my listeners where do you live? Yeah, 
Oh, I live in Tampa, Florida, which makes in the a US. huge difference. <laughs> yes, totally. Not Northern Canada, Northern Ontario, I should say. Yes, yes, yes. So it's warm right right now. Where, in where Florida. are you living your your retreat? So it's in um, like Northern Florida. Okay. So it's every year it's right there. And people come from all over, you know, people came from Australia. Canada is very popular. Amazing. Well, cause it's yeah. not as far as for us is what 20 hours if we wanted to drive something like that. Exactly. Exactly. So there's just all different people that come from all over. And I like that because I like for everyone to be in person, like meeting someone in person. person yeah you know, it's great. And then I like to leave. I, I like to have a vacation for the soul. Like when you're actually vacationing, oh, but you're learning in the vacation say that. Yeah. It's like, it really is. It's like, sometimes we do so much as mediums, psychic mediums and healers. We're doing it for everyone else, Yeah, but we need that time too. So oh, to be together, I it's so, hear so much fun. I so hear, maybe I'll join you on that. I know. I know. How I would love how that. How many guests or, or students? So I keep it small to 10. So it's all, any student that has gone through a program of mine okay. can, can go on this retreat and then they just come together and they feel like they've known each other forever. And some of them have not even met in one of the classes. It could be someone took a class like two years ago and they're joining the retreat or that same year. So you just feel like a magnetic feeling of being together. And then you get hands-on practice okay. and you get your own time. And I'm going to put it out there, but you yes. have amazing assistant, don't you? Yes, now I do. I, which I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> Can you share with us who your assistant is and yes. and how you met? Oh, okay. Are you talking? Are you saying my new assistant? Oh, Tony. Tony is <laughs> Tony's my co-teacher. Okay, I know. Yes. So, okay. My I was thinking of my virtual assistant. Tony is. I will definitely share how we met. Tony yes. is my husband. Yes. So, me and Tony we work together to do retreats and and business masterminds, and we love working together. He was a former teacher too. Oh, I didn't um, know he was a teacher. Yes, he was a teacher. He worked. Um, um, with students at an emotional behavior center. It was a school and he worked with kids that were middle school to high schoolers. Okay. Um, so Tony and I work together and it's, it's funny because, you know, we're married too. So we <laughs> we're married um, and we work together. So it makes it interesting because it's, we're on the same page because we're teachers too. Beautiful. I love um, it. Yes. So me and Tony actually met because of Nick. Mm -hmm. So my former boyfriend that passed, they were childhood friends. So they grew up together in a place called St. Louis, Missouri. For those people that are out of the country, it's like Midwest um, yep. in the U.S. And they knew each other since they were little. Their brothers knew each other. And four years after Nick passed away, um, Tony reached out to me and he said, you know, I just want to let you know all of Nick's, me and Nick's friends are thinking of you. And we just Aww. want to check up on you and see how you're doing. And at the time after he told me that when he came across my picture on Facebook, um, he said he was scrolling through Facebook and he came across my picture and he just started to cry. And he felt this overwhelming sense of emotion that came over him. And in that moment, looking back on it, he felt like Nick was coming through and him. Through. Yep. And at that night that he messaged me, it was like one of those nights where it was a tough night for me. And it was a sign. It was like, wow, 
you know, Nick's coming through, through his friends. And that's amazing. Timing is everything. Exactly. Exactly. And he trusted that timing. And then soon after I reached out to him and just said, you know, I wanted to ask a couple questions. It was about Nick's life. Cause I was, I was writing a book at the time, which I didn't finish. Um, but I wanted to ask him and he said, yeah, sure. Uh, I could answer. Hopefully I can answer your questions. So I called him and we exchanged numbers. And the moment that I got on the phone and heard his voice, I thought, wow, this is really interesting. Um, I felt like it was magnetic and he felt the same way. And we started talking about the law of attraction. We started to talk about spirituality and it ended up being a six hour conversation and it just continued. So we just kept talking and, and then he came to Florida and he came to visit and we would travel back and forth. I want to say he knows timing best, but I, I want to say it was like six months of traveling back and forth from Florida mm-hmm. to St. Louis. And then he moved here and we've been together ever since. And that was in 2010, December, 2010. I love that story. I love yes. it. <laughs> and Lindsay so, does have her own, um, it's her, the name of your show. I have it written Yes. Down. The Lindsay and Tony podcast. How cute is that? <laughs> yeah. So, so we talk to each other and then we interview people discuss on your podcast. So we talk about spirituality. We talk about business. We talk about, um, really like the mindset behind this work, because you really do need the mindset behind the work of being a psychic medium and healer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just bring that into play and how you can have the balance between being the healer and then also enjoying your life too. Yeah. Um, originally I started a radio show, an online radio show years ago. It was in 2013 and it was on blog talk. And I was doing that for a while where I was interviewing tons of guests and it was amazing for me to start doing that. But then after a while, I'm like, okay, I want people to get to know me a little bit more and I want to start a conversation. So I asked Tony and he's like, I don't feel like it's time yet. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so frustrating. Why can't you just do it with me? He's like, I just don't feel called to do it. I'm like, all right, fine. So then it, I want to say it was like six months or a year and he, we were on a walk and he's like, okay, I'm ready. So um, we started the podcast and now we're going to start to include interviewing more people because we've kind of spread it throughout the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're going to do more of that now, start interviewing people again. Um, in between our episodes. Where can my listeners find you in 20? So we are on YouTube, um, the Lindsay and Tony podcast. And then we're on Podbean, um, iTunes, like Apple, um, where else? All the other podcast channels that are kind of funneled out. The other thing we do is we post on Facebook too when we're doing our podcast. So those, yeah. Yes. So that's on Lindsay Marino. Um, so it's in different places, but YouTube, it's a, a video podcast, just yeah. like this one too. Mm-hmm. So they can watch it there. So another thing I want to give you a huge plug. Oh, yes. And <laughs> for my, for mostly for my, um, if I have my clients or if you've anybody that follows me on Instagram, I'm just, I just kind of dabble with TikTok. I'm not, <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about TikTok, but I have been using Lindsay's cards. They're not, they're not tarot cards. They are messages. And I even love the name of the card called unlock your connection. And believe it or not, I've been using Lindsay's cards for, 
um, what did I say? Seven years, something like yeah, that. Yeah. I think you so said that. I used or, them yeah. with my one-on-one clients. I, I've even done it over zoom where I shuffle the deck and I tell my clients, okay, you tell me when to stop, which who's your loved one, who are you thinking of? And so when they tell me to stop, to stop, then I pick the top card and then that's their message. Yeah. And then what I would do is I take pictures of those cards and I would text it to them. So they have it on their phones. So it's like, oh, as if, I love that. Yeah. So it's kind of like there's, you know, it's still in person, but it's not, if you know what I mean. I and love I that. Use them, I use them at my group readings. I call it the dessert part of my session <laughs> because oh. it's a nice way to end the session, you know? Right. And if there's things that weren't mentioned, or if there's things that they really need to hear that the loved ones didn't mention through the session, then I turn to your cards. And so, yeah. So if you want these cards, um, Lindsay, do you want to give your information? Yes. And thank you for sharing that, Helen. I'm so yes. grateful. I, I'm Love so grateful them. for that. Um, you so know what? I, I'm going to pull yeah. on. I just got the nudge. Let's do Oh, a yeah. Let's do That's a, a good idea, actually. A message for you right now. Awesome. So who are you thinking of? Okay, let's see. I'm thinking of my grandma. Okay. So grandma. So I'm hearing three cards. Okay. So you Perfect. tell me when to stop. Okay, you can stop now. There's one. I love this. I haven't had this happen to me yet I know. with my cards either. So it's fun. Tell me when to stop. You can stop. There's two. And we got one more. Okay. You can stop right there. There we go. So that's three. So the message is from your grandma. I love this. I love that I'm doing I know. This is fun. I know. Oh, I love this. So the first card, I miss you too. Oh. Second one, grab a blanket and read a good book. I actually didn't get to read today, this morning. So So there you go. That's her saying, I'm aware you didn't finish the book. And then the third one, do what's best for you. I love that. Right? And it's aligned. Hey, you get the messages that you need to hear in that moment. And is and does it right. sound like something that your grandmother would say to you? Totally. Exactly. It's totally aligned. It's exactly. totally aligned every yeah. time. So there you go. So now my viewers and my listeners are more aware of your cards. Thank you. I know. Thank you, Helen. That was actually really special for me Aww. to receive something today with that. To do that. That's what I love. It just happened. I know in the you're moment. guided. So yes. we're going to have to bring it to a close, but I do have a question for you. And that is what advice do you have for my listener or viewers for anyone that wants to tap into their own mediumship or just having their own connection with their loved ones and spirit? Okay. I love that question. And I would say first know that anyone can do this. It's Thank literally you. like a, it all a the station away. Yep. It's like, it it's, all the, it's just like tapping into your intuition or, you know, getting excited about something like, Oh, I, I, you know, saw a bluebird out there and yep. I felt connected. And I thought of my loved one, don't overthink it. Sometimes we can go to Google and say, what does a bluebird mean? But yeah. in that moment, you already yeah. thought of your grandfather. Exactly. exactly. So it's just trusting the first instinct. But I would say to figure out what your strong sense is. And yes. I actually do have a free quiz on my website. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's called the mediumship superpower quiz, where you can yeah. just figure out what is your strongest sense? You know, sometimes we're excited and we have memories come up in our mind and we're really, really focused on visual things. Yeah. And other times we're really good at hearing. 
And other times we're a feeler. So figuring out what your strongest sense is and go deeper with it. And I always tell my students to carry a journal. And each time you feel like you got a sign, even if it doesn't make sense in the moment, just write it down with a date next to it. And later that day, you might feel, have that inner knowing. Now I know what that means, why that came up. It's teaching them to be more aware of their exactly status. and and at the yes. same time is having fun with it because a lot of people think right. it's so serious and I'm like no the more you have fun with it the more that you open to the process the yes. more you're going to receive um but I always say the foundation of it is trust you have to trust what you exactly receiving. so um yeah so I, I look forward to uh airing this Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm so grateful. And it flew by for me. Um, what do you think, you know, you being in the U S Florida, I know Canada, we're not that far apart. I know we're not work. That would be so fun to do something that would be awesome. We could, we could do it in person. We could do it. I would love to do it online. I I, I need to go South of the border. (laughs) Yes. You're wanting warm. I'm willing to come your way, or we could meet halfway. We'll figure out the logistics. Yeah. I, I would really love, I would be honored and blessed to be on stage with you, to be honest with you. Oh, I would love that. We need to make it happen and make it yeah. work. Figure out a time that works for both of I us. Would, and seriously, I'd be honored and blessed. So okay, I'm my so friend. Grateful for today. Thank you so, so much for being here on my platform. Again, I'm honored and blessed. Um, to hear your words of wisdom, but most of all, your story. And hopefully for my listeners or my viewers, they take something away from, from that, that, you know, you don't have to be a medium to receive the messages and, and how yours unfolded for you, especially taking that leap of faith from teacher yeah. to psychic medium, and then now blending them together. I love it. Yes. Thank okay. you, Helen. Well, thank you for my listeners and viewers for listening to another episode of Spirit Chat. In closing, I would just like to mention that, you know, if you are interested in becoming a medium or tapping into your intuition, um, this is where you go and you search out different teachers. Who resonates with you? And that's what I did for myself as well when bringing and honing in my mediumship. And that's one of the things I love about Lindsay is she's taken her teachings you know, as a teacher and brought it into her mediumship to become a mediumship teacher. And I love that about her. She's so authentic about it. And I've done the same too. I have just put together a mediumship online course, which I'm launching um, in January. And so remember, just use your intuition, who feels right for you. I've used and went to many, many different teachers. And then I have taken the tools from all the different teachers that I've loved and implemented it in mine as well. So listen to that. Um, I love how Lindsay just took her teachings again as a teacher and brought it into her her teachings herself. So I hope you enjoyed the conversation. She is a beautiful light. Um, I just love everything about her. And I hope you enjoyed the show. And um, that's all for now. Thank you again for tuning in to Spirit Chat. If you enjoyed my podcast and would like to have your very own session with me, please visit my website at helenpeacock.ca. And you can also subscribe and follow me on social media. And wherever you are listening from, I would really love it if you could please leave me a review. Thank you again for tuning in. And remember, love never ends. It's just different.
Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.